welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to this spirit-filled word by David Entry. When you catch a word, you have caught God. May you catch a word today that will cause God to change your story. Be blessed. Living for Christ. In Philippians chapter 3, I like verse 7 very much, you know. It says that, um, what soever were gained to me, these I have counted loss. These I have counted loss for Christ. Ah, you don't want to leave the dodgy deals. So when you come to, that's why some of you didn't want to come to church because you are not ready yet. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not ready. Well, you are not ready. You, you are not my child. You are not my child. You are my child. For you to say, I'm not ready. Because time and tide wait for no man. A stitch in time saves nine. Strike when the iron is hot. So when people say, I don't, it's not, I'm not ready. What? what, what? One of Jesus' manifesto, you know manifesto? Mission statement. Mission statement. He said, this is what I'm coming to do. So when the Holy Ghost came upon, he said, the Holy Spirit is upon me. Luke chapter 4, verse 19, or verse 18. He said, for the Holy Spirit is upon, the Spirit of God is upon me, because he has anointed me to do what? To do what? The first thing the anointing makes you do is you want to preach. Those of us who don't, when we say, let's go for outreach, you don't want to go, you don't want to preach to anybody, you can't be anointed. Anointing is attracted to preachers. If you don't want to preach, anointing will not locate you. Jesus said he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Mm. And what's the second thing? He has sent me to heal the the broken heart. So if you have broken heart, tell that friend that Jesus has medicine for broken heart. (laughs) Is there? See, some of you girls, God, Jesus, God really loves you. God just sends Jesus because of you. Hallelujah. And some of you, Jesus is on standby, is waiting because your heart is about to be broken. <laughs> because, because I feel lonely. Are you a lonely pop? <laughs> I feel I feel lonely. I I want somebody. Winter is coming. Bible says that such ladies are loaded with lust and sin. Second Timothy, yeah. Second, laden with lust. Hey, this one. For for of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible. No, I want King James. It's not gullible. I prefer King James. Make captives of silly women. Yeah. Silly women laden with sin. When you say laden with sin, if she turns, there's sin you can see. If you there's a sin, there is a sin. If you don't have hey, there's sin everywhere. Hey. <laughs> what she's walking guy. Hey. Now it looks like the gym stuff. Uh, is it what do you call it? The thing? Leggings. The leggings. They have a special one with a line inside the leg. Hey! Hey! <laughs> And then when it's the boy is clapping. <laughs> that is silly woman laden with sin. 
<laughs> and you, they have called you that I have a free yard. See, and this is it. You are, you are going. You are going because you have found a free yard. Go. Hey! Please sit down. Some of you know what I'm telling you. No, demons move in groups. They always move in groups. So as you are lying, when the demon of lie. Demons move in groups. Legion. He said, when a demon, a devil leaves a person, it goes and roams around. Luke chapter 11. It goes and roam, goes around, and then verse 24 downward. And later on, comes and check if the place is empty. Then he will go and bring seven stronger ones. So he said, this, they are t- taking captives, or t- they move into homes, take captives, silly women, laden, with sin. Second Timothy 36. David led away with dif- diverse means different types. Mm. So do you see that last can lead you? Yeah. How many of you have gone to places that you know last was leading you? Hey. You were on your way there. You knew that. Hey, Jesus. Sometimes you don't even go anywhere. You are logging on to some site. And, uh, some, some of you have different accounts for different things. Instagram, two accounts. One for normal church things. And the other private accounts. Yes. I know, I know things. You have a different one. Eh? <laughs> so had Jesus, had that incident not happened to you, you didn't have looked for Jesus. What is sad is there are people who are sitting here and think, oh, man, this is not for me. I'm telling you, few weeks later, few months later, you realize that you have not been smart. Yes, sir. Because whether you like it or you don't like it, it doesn't affect us. We're just having a good time in Jesus. That's the truth. We're just, we're just having a good time in Jesus. Hallelujah. So it's important to understand. It says that for whatsoever things were gained to me, those things are counts lost. So that means that it wasn't something you didn't like. It's something that was precious to you. But because of Christ, you have to be able to count some things lost. Yeah. Hey. I, those things, I says that, but what things were gained to me, not some things that might be. They were, actually. They were. They were gained to me. This, I, I really liked it. Were gained came to me, these, those same things, I counted loss. Why? For Christ. Listen, if there's nothing in your life you have counted loss for Christ, I doubt your real conversion. Wow. Yeah. You, you are not really born again. 
So it's okay if you, because of Christ, you are losing something. It's okay. If your friends now, they don't like you again. They form group chats. Now you realize that you didn't know there was a group chat. Later, someone said, oh, but didn't you know about the meeting? She said, no. It was put in a group chat. Then he said, which group chat? Then she says, ah, oh. Oh, so now they have excluded you. It's good news. It's good news. When I got born again, I didn't sack my friends, but they couldn't come around me. Because when you come around me, I'll tell you about Jesus. I'll talk to you about Jesus. Why? Because I'm living for Jesus now. For real. Churches, you see, most of us, the church has caused some aspects of church has caused too much harm. You have been made to think you're a Christian because you, your parents go to church. Wow. But you're also on your way to hell. Wow. Being in church doesn't necessarily mean you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your religion? You can take Christianity, but that doesn't mean you're a child of God. Wow. You're feeling it for what's your religion, Christianity. <laughs> it doesn't make you a Christian. Excuse me. Wow. It doesn't make you a Christian. What makes me a Christian? Whatsoever things were gained to me, though these I count loss for Christ. Therefore, Christ must be there. Okay. If there's no for Christ, you're also wasting your time. Wow. 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 Yes. You are forgiving somebody. What for? I just want to be nice. Excuse me. That's not, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You used to smoke a lot, but now you've cut it down or you stopped smoking. That's not what I'm talking about. I used not to go to church. Now I go to church. That's not what I'm talking about. If you are not doing it because of Christ, it's not Christian. Wow. Wow. So you can be a nice person, but just you just feel you're a nice person. You meet, some of you know people in your schools, in your unis, in your workplaces, and they are very nice. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a Christian, but I'm a very nice person. Yeah. I'm something else. You know, especially those who are strange people. Yeah. They try to be very nice. Yeah. Excessively nice. Mm-hmm. Some practice some strange religions, but they are very nice in public. Very nice. In fact, their niceness makes you want to like them. Like them. You are a Christian, and you are saying that. I mean, those Christians, I don't get on with Christians. I get on with, they are not nice. I don't like Christians. You are, it's a sign that you are not a Christian. Because one of the signs that show a person is Christian is in 1 John chapter 5, verse 1. It says that if you love him who loved you also love him who is begotten of the one you love. Begotten means the one who has been born. Begotten means born. A new King James says, whoever believes that Jesus is, um, uh, Jesus is, is the Christ is born of God. And everyone, how many people? Everyone. Only a few people? Everyone who loves him, if you love God, that's Jesus, he, who begotten also loves him who is begotten of him. Wow. Okay. You, you can't say you love Jesus, but the people Jesus has given birth to, you don't like them. Wow. If Jesus has given birth to you, if God has born, let me use the word, born you, if God has begotten you, that's what it means to be born again. Okay. So tell that uh, Muslim brother that when we say God has a son, we are not talking about sex. God doesn't have to have sex to have a son. God doesn't have to marry to have a son. 
Do the pigs marry before they have children? No, no. <laughs> no, no. So when we say God has a son, what it means is that it's of God, DNA. We carry the DNA of God, real DNA, divine DNA. Wow. That's what we mean we are sons of God. Yeah. So we look so ordinary, and yet spiritually, there's the de- God is a spirit. Yes. So spirits cannot have interaction, sexual interaction with man, human beings. So when Mary was going to conceive, he didn't need a man. He, didn't, he needed a word. Because God's, God's seed is his word. So how do you get born again? That's what I'm preaching. The word of God enters your heart. We said we are born again not by corruptible, but by the in- first Peter, first Peter chapter one verse twenty-three. We are born again not by cor- but by the incorruptible seed. The word seed, this word seed, the Greek word is sperma. Sperma. That's what we get the word sperm from. Sperm. Sperm is a seed. So, and every healthy man must have sperm. It just seeds. So if you send your seed into somebody's womb, it might fetch like a ready egg. There can't be a child, another human being, without a seed. That's why usually, under normal circumstances, in a healthy, wise, good culture, children are named after their father. The family name is from the father because he is the bearer of the seed. The woman bears the egg. You need the seed to fertilize the Biology, this is simple biology. It's fertilization. What's IVF? In vitro fertilization. So in other words, they take the egg from the woman, put it in a test tube. Okay, in vitro, in a test, in a test tube, try and fertilize it by taking the semen from the man, semen sample. Some of you have donated some. (laughs) (laughs) For free. For free. <laughs> you are here, your sperm has been frozen somewhere. <laughs> In some lab. <laughs> and so they take the seed to fertilize the egg. Okay, but the baby can never grow in a test tube. Right. So there's nothing really like test you baby. It might be fertilized outside of the womb, mm. but afterwards it must be inserted yeah. back. Once it's, once it's fertilized, it must be inserted back into the womb. The guy is walking normal. Some of you they are using your eggs to uh, your seed to fertilize, but you don't know. But the woman, once they fertilize, they have to. You have to go back. The woman has to go back and open yourself, and then the uh, gynecologist will put in. <laughs> he will put the seed, the fertilized egg, back into it, which is a fetus, the early stages of a fetus. They've insert it so that it can adapt to the environment. Sometimes it's successful, sometimes not successful. It comes to pass. But you need a seed. And now, God, if for God to have a child, to have children, it must be we are children of God because we are His seed. Now, when Mary was going to be pregnant, and why didn't just God do it? Yeah. God is God. Then one day she wakes up. Ah, 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 what is this? Ah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Ah. No, but God sent an angel for Mary's permission. Yeah. Oh, wow. I want to show you something. The angel appears to Mary, who is a virgin, 
And the angel tells Luke chapter 1, the angel tells Mary, you shall be pregnant and conceive and have a child, a son, and shall call his name Jesus. And Mary was troubled by this greeting. And then verse 34 of Luke chapter 1, Mary said, how can these things be since I know no man? In other words, where's the seed coming from? A woman cannot get pregnant by herself. And another woman cannot make another woman pregnant because she doesn't have the male. It doesn't have, no woman has seed. So when God was promising deliverance or um, redemption for man, he says that the seed of the woman, Genesis chapter 3, verse 16, when he was cursing the devil, he said the woman's seed. But women don't have seed. So it cannot be normal woman. See, the seed is capital. Her seed. I'll put anything between your seed, small, and her seed. But women don't have seed. They have eggs. Seed doesn't come out once a month. Eggs just pass. Every month, then the eggs come to pass. If they don't fertilize, they will come and pass. But the seed is there. Just as aggressively waiting for opportunity. Fire! And when, when you are loaded with seed, sometimes it troubles you. It troubles you. You are ready to send a message. Ch- children are growing, and mom and dad are there together. They love each other, and they are there. It does something to the children. Most of the boys who are very angry is because dad has not been around. Some of you know what I'm talking about. You've really hate your dad. Because it was never there for you, and it has made you vulnerable. That's why all those funny boys with twisted ways who can pull, pull their... I don't even know why a, a decent gentleman will not wear a belt. But I'm talking about those who not wear a belt, and the thing is, oh, there, it's come down. And then they top it up by putting their hand here like this. It's madness. <laughs> I don't like what you say. Me too, I don't like what you, how you are thinking. <laughs> so it's important to understand that um, so man excuse me <coughs> excuse me a male, male have the seed a female has the egg and then the seed has to meet the egg for fertilization okay it's always like that even flowers stuff like that it's fertilization and, and then so Mary said, how can these things be? Since I know no man, because where is the seed coming from? Then in verse 35, the angel said, the Holy Ghost shall come upon you. And the power of the highest shall overshadow you. Therefore, that holy thing that shall be born of you shall be called the son of the highest. And then the angel had to convince Mary by telling her testimonies of Elizabeth, your cousin, who was barren is now six months pregnant already. Then the angel, look at what the angel said, verse 37. The angel said, For with God, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. This is an angel preaching. Because somebody's testimony was used to tell Mary, You are asking, How can this be? With God, nothing shall be impossible. So, why did he tell Mary? Just let the thing happen. No, it can't happen like that. Somebody must believe a word. Wow. Yes. wow. Then Mary said, wow. that's how Isaac got, got conceived. Yes, 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 yes. 
Sarah had to believe. Abraham had to believe. Even though it wasn't possible, their believing engaged God. Your unbelief is what drives God away. It's not lack of prayer. Your unbelief is what keeps God at bay. God can help you with with your unbelief. So Abraham had to believe. And God said, once you have believed, I will do it. It's accounted to you for righteousness. In Romans chapter 4, Bible talks about how Abraham believed God. Verse 17, believe God who gives light to the dead and calls the things that be not as though they were. Yes. Yes. And him not being weak in faith. Verse 18 and 19, look at this. Verse who contrary to hope, in hope, Abraham, Abraham believed in hope so that he became the father of many nations. According to what was spoken, this is, this is the seed. The seed. Wow. How did, watch, watch it. How did Abraham become the father of many nations? He heard the word. He believed. He believed the word. And when he believed the word, that means you have embraced the seed of God. And once he received the seed of God, fertilization can take place now. And Bible says that, this is, this is the word, spoken word. So shall thy seed be. God showed him the stars of the earth, of, of the sky. And he said, this is how your seed, a fatherless man, sorry, a childless man. He couldn't have children. The wife couldn't have children. And at that time, he was almost 100 years old. And God said, that this is how your descendants shall be. And you know what? It looks like that was a foolish idea, but it was a God idea. He believed it. How can you say I believe things like that? So you see, don't, don't be intimidated by people who say, I don't believe, I don't. it doesn't change anything. Yeah. It, it, your unbelief affects you, yes. not me. Mm. God is not that mean to let your faith or my life depend on your faith. Yeah. He said, Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4, the just shall live by his faith, not your faith. Yeah. So your unbelief, is, it, will, it will hurt you, not me. So Abraham believed God. As soon as he believed, believing means that you have embraced the seed of God. And Bible said that even though he was 100 years old and his body was dead, that, that should be, uh, body dead means that body dead, you know. Yeah. It's not like he was dead in the cemetery, no. Because he was still alive. But his body was dead. He, he, he was gone. He doesn't work. And, and his, his wife's womb was also dead. So a dead womb cannot produce a living child. How can you put, a dead womb is, is like a pocket. If you bring seed here, eh, you, you go and fertilize it in the lab and bring it here, it won't grow. It won't grow. If you put shaki here, it will smell. <laughs> because it doesn't have life. Sarah's womb was like this. And yet Abraham believed. And Sarah also believed. And the word they believed became the life. It gave life to the womb. So that's why in 17 it says that Abraham believed God who gives life to the dead. Because he was a dead man. So he believed the God who gives life to the dead. I don't know what is going on in your family. I don't know what is going on in your education. I don't know what is going on around you. But if you can believe God, God gives life to the dead. Yes, shout, I believe God. I believe God. Shout it loud, I believe God. I believe God. 
now, sit down, watch this. This is very interesting. The angel, God wanted to come on earth as a human being. And he sends an angel for the woman's permission. Not permission per se. I said permission. It's permission. But what's the permission? By believing. Your believing is authorizing God. So when they say put your signature there, in the things of God, in the things of the spirit, your signature is your belief. Once you believe, you say, okay, God, let's get on with it. So the angel told Mary that the Holy Ghost shall come upon you and the power of the highest shall overshadow you. And he says that your cousin Elizabeth is already six months pregnant. Verse 37, for with God nothing shall be impossible. Did you see verse 38, what Mary said? Ah, her confession has changed. Oh, Mary, he said, I'm the handmaiden of the Lord. Let it be unto me according to what? The sperm that God, God brought through the angel. As I'm speaking, I'm sending God's sperms. Amen. You want God to help you, you better believe his word. Your product will take after the nature of the seed. So if you receive a word from God, that's why the angel told Mary, that holy thing that shall be born of you shall be called the son of God. Because what is behind this delivery, what is behind this product is God. So the baby of an elephant looks like a cow. <laughs> a baby elephant already looks like a cow. Well, it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> A baby rat is called ratatouille. <laughs> so Mary said, be it unto me according to your word. And what happened? According to you, let it be unto me according to you. And then what happened? Oh, so all this back and forth, all he was waiting for was for Mary to say, let your word be. I accept the word. That's why the angel came. He came with a word from God, and the word was the seed. And how do you receive the seed? Believe it, accept it, let it be. And so Elizabeth told Mary, that blessed, verse 45, blessed is he who believed. Blessed is she who, see, blessed is she. This is Elizabeth telling Mary, blessed is she who believed, for there shall be a fulfillment. King James said, a performance of those things, ah, of those things which were told her. <laughs> Listen, how do you want the things God say to happen? By believing. Amen. He said, there shall be a performance of those things. So Mary actually believed. That's why the angels were sent to her. God could have just, and then she would have gotten pregnant. No, God's seed doesn't work like that. God's word is his seed, and for it to be viable in any system, somebody must be a believer. Watch this. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever goes to church. No. Whosoever believes. As soon as you believe, you engage God. Mm. So back to what I'm talking about. The word of God is the seed of God. So we are born again by the sperma, the sperm of God. This contains the sperm of God. But please, when I say sperm, don't let your mind race off. It simply means the source. Anything God can do in your life, he needs to send a seed. Why is it that people are hoping if there is God? Why are people suffering? Have they received a seed? What seed do you have in your hand? Satan too will send you a seed. 
But Satan's seed is not called the truth. Satan's seed is called the lie. Yes. He will make you think that, oh, no, I'm not ready. That's the Satan's seed. You have bitten into Satan's seed. He will make you think that, oh, this church thing, ah, I don't like it. Ah, Satan has sent you a seed. So, you, once you come into Christ, first of all, you enter into Christ through believing a word that has been preached. That's so important. The, the only way God can help anybody is when he sends his word. So when you become born again, it's the word of God that has made you born again. Now, if God has birthed you, one of the signs that you are really born of God is you actually like your twin brother. <laughs> because he has also been born of God. But you are walking, and those Christians, those Christians, and you call yourself a Christian, ah, it's actually a sign that you are not a real Christian. Anybody who keeps blasting and lambasting Christians, and actually anyone who doesn't like the word of God, doesn't like the company of Christians, doesn't actually like church, doesn't like the... I can understand why some people will not like church, because they have not been given the experience of church. Some environments are very sterile. If you are looking for God, please, it's not everywhere you can go. It is what it is. So, the word of God comes to us to make, once we receive it, we are born of God. Now, once we are born of God, the signs of God, the life of God, Zoe, the signs of Zoe must show. One, you will love those who are also born of God. Two, I, I taught this some time ago, you will... You will like his word. You have a taste for God's word. The one who says, oh, me, I of this preachy preachy. I don't like preaching at all. I just like music. Hey. It's a big problem. It is. It's a big problem. I don't like the word of God. When you see someone preaching the word of God or someone sharing, oh, brother, do you know what I saw in the Bible? So oh, you two and this Bible, Bible thing. <laughs> ah. Mm. If you want to grow, stay away from people like that. Yeah. If you want to grow, find people who like the word of God, who like the fellowship with the saints. It's very important. When you are genuinely born again, you like it when you, like it when you see others who are like you. Yeah. I don't know if you have, uh, uh, bear witness with me. That, that's, that's very important. So now, your life in Christ must be lived according to the dictates of God's word. He said... All the things that were gained to me, I count them lost for Christ. Then verse 8, it says, what the things? Yet indeed, yet indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered. Say suffered. Suffered. Yeah, when you are born again, suffering is okay. I mean, proper suffering. Suffering for Christ. No, in here. If you lose your friends because of Christ, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. If, if you even know how you don't have money because of Christ, now you are not doing dodgy deals. Proverbs 7, 10. And there was a woman, sorry, and there a woman met him with the attire of a harlot. See attire. Is there. And a crafty heart. And then what happened? And then what happened? 
She was loud and rebellious. Her feet would not stay. Hey. And then what happened? And then what happened? At times, she was outside. At times, she was. Hey. She's there. Waiting, waiting. Waiting for you, boy. With an attire of a harlot. When you see it, you say, oh. When you see some people, you see them walking, it's like a, a, a real pornography walking. So you can't be talking about people's dressing. The problem is the man. The problem is Why is it that the other people don't create last? You alone, when you show up with this cleavage that looks like octopus. They said, oh, you can't be speaking about those things. Oh, they are not serious. The next verse. I've gone off, but bad. So she caught him. Hey! Yeah, she caught him. Yeah. No social distance. She caught him. <laughs> and then what happened? And said to him, I have peace offering with me. Hey! Today I have paid my vows. See, so they'll be speaking in tongues, but okay. They can sing in the choir, but if you make a mistake. And the next verse. So I came out to meet you, diligently to seek your face, and I found you. I found you. And then they do it like this, isn't it? And then you two are going. Hey! What does the verse 9 say? Verse 9, in the twilight, in the evening, in the black and dark night. No, no, I think go back, go back, go back. <laughs> Are you inquisitive? You want to know? Yeah. Go back, go back, go back. One more, 7-7. Seven, seven. I saw among the simple, I perceived among the youth, KP2, a young man void of understanding. He's not, he's not smart. He's not smart. Did I say this? The Bible, please. If you have a problem, go and deal with the Bible. He said, I saw, see, young people, young, many young men are not smart. We yeah. are. Many young men, girls can get them like this. You are telling me my problem is girls, then you have a big problem. Okay, so what happened? He didn't have understanding. And what happened? The next verse. Passing along the streets near her corner. <laughs> and he took the path. You see the path, the direction you have taken. Hey boy. He took the path of her house, uh, to her house. And what happened? In the twilight, in the evening, some text messages late at night is not good. Hey, oh, big head. Big head, are you ghosting me? Uh, <laughs> are you still up? Are you still up? What are you up to? Yeah. <laughs> uh, w What are you up to? Some of you have it on your phone right now. Uh, you are using that same phone to read the Bible. You have it on your phone. 
<laughs> Last night, they were asking, what are you up to? And then the verse 10 brings the woman who has the, the attire of the harlot. There are a lot of them at the gym. And some of them on the escalator. Yeah, you see them. Hey! Wow. <laughs> and they feel so good about it. Things that you should cover up, you are displaying. Loose, cheap woman. Yes, yes, yes. With impunity. <laughs> Everything is expensive. Yeah. Ties are expensive. Mm. Cars are expensive. Mm. Haircut is expensive. Mm. Wigs are expensive. Mm. House and rent are expensive. Mm. Uber is expensive. Yes. Shoes are expensive. Even Primark is expensive. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing you can get cheap is sex. Wow. And some of you, you are on demand. The sister on demand. Brother on demand. Chipo. <laughs> I know you don't like what I'm saying. If black life matters, let us start sorting it out. Some of you didn't get what I meant. You didn't get it. If your life matters, there are things if you do, you will not amount to anything in life. That's what is hurting most of us. It's not someone doesn't like you, but they put a system in place. After a while, you are looking for a job. There's a criminal record. Bam, they won't give you the loan. So you see your counterpart. He's already also finished college. He didn't go to uni, but he started his own building company and get the loan from the bank because it doesn't have a criminal record. Yeah. Big loan, and it's very, very soon as employed people, and it's doing well. So nobody, if you don't take, some of you don't like studies. All you know is to just do your hair and then, uh, that thing I keep forgetting there. Edges. Yeah, two brushes. When you are in church, your hair, every time. Every time. You couldn't share a testimony of how you had AA stars, but your hair, your, all your A stars are in your hair. <laughs> Take off the wig and go and study. Yes. <laughs> Legacy yours. Being in Christ. So it says that I count them lost, that I might, for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ, of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ. Now, living in Christ requires some things. Philippians chapter 1 verse 21, it says, for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. That's where it starts from. So you count your life like you live your life or Christ lives his life through you. That is Christianity. So if you have any other mean um, idea, expectation of Christianity is wrong. Christianity is Christ living his life through you. How does he do that? By you going to his word, receiving his seed, and then manifesting his seed through you. Now, there are people who are Christians, but they are not living the life of Christ. And they they are well-meaning. They mean it. They want it. But it's not happening. Why? 
Because it doesn't come naturally. There are things you have to put in place so it can flow. The seed is in you. In Galatians chapter 4, verse 5, it talks about how Christ has redeemed us. Okay, so Galatians 4, 5. It says, to, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive adoption as sons. Then look at verse 6. Because we are sons, and because we are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts. When you are born again, it's not just a mental thing. There is something inside you. How many of you realize since you became born again, you've developed desire for the things of God? Yes. And when you are going close to sin, you feel uncomfortable. Yes. Even though sometimes you are struggling. You, those times, you used to do everything. You can, but now that you are born again, even two hours, you are feeling uncomfortable. You feel so down. You feel so down. After bitterness, after you fight your sister, you feel so down. After you challenge your mom, you feel, previously you couldn't be bothered. But now you don't feel shit. You just, just. It's like there's this discomfort inside you. Why? Where did they come from? It's not a matter of just conscience. The seed of God is inside you. God has sent the spirit of sonship inside you. And so it keeps going further. So when you are born again, there is something in you that is always further, further. That's why when you hear good preaching, you begin to feel, oh, this is me. You know, this is always what I want. You know, this one, you, you, that thing is getting to you. Wow. You are sitting very quiet. Very quiet, listening to everything. But the thing is working deep. It's not just your mind. Something is, you feel that this thing is deep. The seed of God, it works in your heart. Wow. When you backslide, you just, wow. like the way you backslide. Yeah. But afterwards you feel, no, this is not me. Yeah. I, I, I don't belong here. Yeah. Even though you were enjoying it deep in your heart. Why? Because the seed of God is in you. The seed of God is in you. Because the seed of God is in you. It's crying, Abba Father, I need God. I need God. When you become born again, He sends forth the spirit of sonship into you. That's what it is. So people who see us ordinary, we are not ordinary. We We carry the spirit of God's Son inside us. And then, so from that spirit, we can now begin to practice the things of God. But if you are not born again, you try to practice the things of God, you keep making mistakes and you keep getting frustrated because you don't have what it takes. You don't have the installation to do it. So this is, when you get born again, it's like God installs something inside. It's an installation program. It's like God puts his own chip or SIM card. He opens your heart and puts it inside. Sometimes you feel you cry. Sometimes you, you just you become so soft towards God. You see, like God has got your soft spot. Wow. Even though sometimes your flesh is troubling you, then you begin to you fall into this state of there's like constant tension. Your flesh is fighting your spirit. Your spirit is fighting. It's in the Bible. He said the flesh fights against the spirit. Galatians chapter 5. The flesh fights against, verse 17. The flesh is fighting the spirit against the spirit. The spirit is fighting against the flesh. He said the flesh lasts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to another. So that you do not do the things you wish. Just, wow. if, you are, 
you are lying and cheating or messing up, you are not comfortable because the seed of God is not making you comfortable. And then if you are also trying to do the things of God, this, your flesh is pushing you. So there's this constant battle, constant trouble. And so some of you are born again and you still do some stuff, men. But does that mean you are not a child of God? You are. But you found yourself in a compromising situation and it's not comfortable. It weighs you down. How many of you get weighed down by sin? Yeah. Yeah, you said like, oh, I don't like this thing. I don't like this thing. Why? How do I live in Christ when I have this? Because Satan is trying to use your flesh against you. So you have to Learn how to spend time with believers. That's for that, for that reason, for that matter, church. Two, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom. Seek the things of God. You must engage actively in seeking the things of God. So be in the company of the brethren, that's the believers. Number two, actively seek the things of God. Or seek ye first the things of God. And then... That's Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. And then, sometimes you need a time away from everything. Mm. Oh, you do. You do. There are times you have to just turn off your phone, maybe once a week or something. Turn off the phone, maybe later you can turn it on because of maybe the work of God. And just you, you are reading your Bible, listening to messages, spending time with God. Listen, if you don't have that, you struggle with your spiritual journey. Okay, you have to. You have to find. Jesus' Bible says, Mark chapter, chapter 1, verse 35. A great while before day, Jesus moved away to the solid, uh, solitary place where he pr- prayed by himself. In Matthew chapter 14, verse 23, Bible says that he redrew himself and went to the mountains, the areas. It says that, and when he had sent the multitude away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Sometimes he spends a whole night praying. In Luke 6, 12, he went, he went those days and he went out to the mountains to pray. And he continued how long? Oh. All night in prayer. He used to spend time in praying. Sometimes all night praying. In Luke chapter, this is chapter 6, so chapter 5, verse 17, the Bible talks about how he withdrew himself. Now it happened on a certain day. As he was teaching, no, verse 16, sorry, verse 16. So he, so he, he himself often withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. That was the secret. Bishop Abiyo made a statement which was such a blessing to me uh, years ago. He said, those who spend all night sleeping will probably fail all day. Jesus was praying at night. Spend time. Spend time with God. Some of you have Bibles and you don't read it and some of you don't even have Bible at all. You want a church to buy a Bible for you. You are not serious. You, you want, buy a Bible. Look at the number of trainers you have lined up. Look at the number of earrings, nose rings, and different, different rings you have. The number of wigs you have lined up. Look at the number of shoes you've got lined up. Look at the number of track suits you've got lined up. 
and you don't have a Bible, and you tell me, I love God, you are, it's not true. It's not where your treasure is, where your heart will be. Pastor, so you actually have a truck. You don't know, have them, but make sure you have a Bible too. Yes. Your, your phone, as I said last week, your phone, you don't have Bible app on your phone. You have WhatsApp. You have um, <laughs> TikTok. House party. Yeah. Uh, uh, clubhouse. You have everything. You have everything. Bank account. Yeah. But you don't have a word of God wow. on your Bible. And then after we preach, we preach, we manage, okay, I, I don't have space on your phone. But you have space for other things. Yeah. You have WhatsApp. You have TikTok. People can send you a message. Yeah. So which one God is going to use to send a message to you? To? Ah. Get God's own so that you can be receiving messages from God. <laughs> well, spend time. So make sure you are um, amongst the people of God. And then set a time aside to seek God. Read your Bible privately. Spend time with God. And then finally, four, get busy doing the work of God. Get busy busy for God. Tell someone, get busy for God. Shake the person on the shoulder. Don't touch them. You can just shake them. Get busy for God. Because when you work for God, God will work for you. And God reward you. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. When God speaks, works show. And the works will surely show in your life. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.